think that's the first request I've ever took. Excellent. There we are. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good song, actually, so there we go. I yeah. enjoyed that one. Uh, Dean, we played some Robert Plant. We yeah. played a song called Rainbow. That yeah. was the one that was sandwiched in between. Rainbow Sandwich. Rainbow Sandwich. I like it. Um, it's a good band name. Um, 60s band, probably. Psychedelic 60s band, Rainbow Sandwich. Played at Woodstock. Not familiar with them. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will be. Give me a week. He'll give you a week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Robert Plant. Saw him live recently. Perform in Gloucester at the Ar- uh, Arboretum or something like that, which mm-hmm. is basically a forest, which was amazing. And I mean amazing. Yeah. And um, you, you texted me just after, I think, and said it was probably one of the best shows you've ever seen. Yeah. Wow. Which is, uh, I don't say that lightly. No. I've seen Peter Andre live. That's true, yeah. you have. Mm. And you worked for him. Exactly. So, and that one's a tough one to beat. Yeah. But no, it was brilliant. Um, yeah, there's a few thousand people there. There's only 50, what, £53 a ticket. Mm-hmm. And Robert Plant's still, what, what, how old is he now, what, 120? He's about that, yeah. yeah He's about the age of your um, average house plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's Under guidance of Alan Titchmarsh. Yeah. <laughs> it means there's a prolonged lifespan. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> he'll outlive <laughs> Anyway. No, and he's still strutting his stuff on stage, wearing like a red silk shirt. And Was he wearing the tri- tightest trousers known to man? Um, I couldn't see because there was uh, other people's heads in the way mm-hmm. um, he, maybe he was wearing people's heads I don't know okay, but true. anyway um, no played a lot of Led Zeppelin a lot of Led Zeppelin yeah a surprising amount and um, which he managed to infuse in with a lot of the latest uh, of his uh, latest album mm-hmm. and then suddenly obviously had like the uh, different cultural music added to it so yeah it's kind of so was it kind of world music and kind of roots kind of music uh, yes it's that kind of stuff so you managed to do that in kind of Zeppelin style yeah oh, and um, like certain Zeppelin songs just came out of nowhere I did um, some of them he st- stuck to the ori- stuck to the original to about right at the end and then somehow uh, used otherworldly music to transcend it into another song yeah and it was oh it's brilliant yeah and he's really good front man and he nailed it. like lots of people said that apparently he'd lost his voice or something but mm-hmm. he had he got his voice back and he just nailed it yeah definitely it really good I love that he's embraced you know the, the best artists that stay around and stay relevant are the people that embrace their kind of age mm-hmm. and um, there's nothing wrong with transposing your songs you know when they did the Zeppelin reunion um, I think he was great in that yeah. because he he knew what he can and what he could do and he kind of did that rootsy thing, thing a bit with the Zeppelin stuff Jimmy Page did not Yeah, Jimmy Page <laughs> still thinks he's you know 30 and yeah. uh, trying to shred and stuff all the time but um, but yeah brilliant I'm glad I'm jealous it sounds very good apparently you can find a lot of the gig on YouTube because there was a lot of people filming it as mm-hmm. you do get you know so I wonder if we can find any that's good enough to play that'd be great to hear um well, even if you can't find it from the gig I was at, you can still find from other forest gigs and, mm-hmm. and still get an idea. Awesome. Like, uh, the version of Black Dog is amazing. Yeah. Um, if you find that. Cool. I assume he'll do it as a blues. Oh, it goes... Uh, it slightly modify the riff. Yeah. And then it goes into sort of like... I don't know, like Celtic music mm-hmm. with uh, uh, gam- this, uh, like African chanting over it. Yeah. Fuse with a bit of electronic keyboard and all sorts of stuff going on. It's, wow. it's never seen anything 
like it really yeah or Harold Anakin like it sorry but fantastic really good wow if you ever get a chance to see him which you won't because the wrestler tours in America <laughs> <laughs> just rub it in yeah. a little bit more only, only two UK dates <laughs> and about 35 over there so. yeah so if you fancy a swim and watch some music yeah go check him out very good Elliot what was your last gig uh, well the last gig was probably well except for team my uncle and his Eagles tribute band it would have been uh, Fleetwood Mac at um, you guys aren't Birmingham. doing too bad are you between no. the two of you probably planning Fleetwood Mac uh, yeah I got a, a real window of opportunity there because not only was it Fleetwood Mac it was the what? well we call it the original five piece Anglo-American lineup yeah, yeah. from 1975 because Christine McVie joined she didn't tour with them last year and the beauty of it was that it was two nights in Birmingham the 8th and 9th of June we went on the 8th the 9th was cancelled so um, they were really good uh, what I really liked is they finished on a track uh, they, they don't always do it they either finish on Songbird mm-hmm. or they finish on another track called Silver Springs if they haven't got time for Songbird uh, I hadn't heard of Silver Springs, but that's a uh, rejected track from the Rumours album. Oh, really? So it's it not on the really album? It's a really good track, yeah. It's not on the album, no. Oh, awesome. That's it, good. It is on, like, reissue albums. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they were fantastic. I mean, Lindsay Buckingham played um, a solid two and a half hours beyond. Yeah. And then the well, rest... Well, solo. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he, he's the only one that can't really come off. Every song has yeah. to have a bit of guitar in it. Mm-hmm. Fleetwood, uh, the other guy, you know, John McVie, they could all go off for certain songs, yeah. and, like uh, catch their breath or do what they do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. Well, that sounds fantastic. They're in good shape. Really. Uh, um, Buckham was a well underrated guitar player. He's um, yeah, he's brilliant, really good, isn't mm. he? Um, well, he's kind of folky in his roots, isn't he? Kind of a folky. Yeah. Guy. On um, the Tango in the Night album, you've got the track "Big Love," which isn't acoustic version, but he did an acoustic version of it. It's quite a complex song to yeah. sort of play and then sing along with mm. yeah definitely so complex yeah. so if possible maybe we could hook up a bit of that yeah definitely as well. that's good Flea with Mac there uh, little song was it it was Big Love off the Tango in the Night album 1987 there we are <laughs> you would make such a good radio host in the 70s yeah I think you would be really good on that one uh, it's just better to live in the 70s but decadently not like the Great Depression with all that the sort of power cuts <laughs> and the minor strikes and, well, did they have minor strikes you know what I mean it yeah, was yeah, yeah, definitely pretty minor terrible strikes. time to live in yeah, well, unless you were decadent yeah my dad always refers to then being like this great time and we didn't have war then and all these it, everything was just rainbows and yeah. gumdrop <laughs> rainbow sandwiches <laughs> rainbow sandwiches and yeah. but then I'm like you know not like the the horror we live in now but I'm mm. kind of like have to remind him it was pretty bad in the the Thatcherism and uh, obviously the minor strikes and stuff like that and we had the Falklands War and the Cold War was like it's probably one of the worst scariest times in the world has ever known uh, because it could have been nuclear annihilation at any point Um, not peaches and cream (laughs) not really so I'm just saying that that's why I always said to him but 70s for um, popular culture pretty good yeah, well, that was the eighties. What you were describing, the Falklands uh, yeah, War. Yeah, well, that. It, that, that that period, yeah, it was the late seventies. So the Falklands died. Mm, yeah, probably started, wasn't mm. it? It was eighty two. They uh, went over there. Yeah, the forces. But there's some great stuff like punk rock. 
Yeah, that's what the thing is. If there are a lot of things going on in the world, it should create good music. Yeah. It's always reactionary, isn't it, really? Yeah. I suppose. There was a programme on BBC4 I haven't properly watched yet, but it was like, whatever happened to rock and roll? Yeah, I did see on the um, iPlayer there's a load, there's been quite a lot of yeah. car documentaries on it. What's, Watch, it. what's it about? Well, I only saw a bit of it because I've, I've recorded it. I think it's just a debate as to where, why there isn't like a lot of sort of rock bands sort of in the sort of mainstream like there always has been for like the past 40 odd years mm. or so. Well, why don't we discuss this now? Dean, yeah. over to you. <laughs> what's your opinion? Why isn't there? Well, I think there is. Yeah. Like quite a lot of rock bands still in the mainstream just not in the same style of rock that that has come through the decades really you know what I mean so yeah I absolutely agree I, I can think of well, there's still there's always been bubblegum pop my yeah. feeling is with it it's like you look at bands like Food Fighters Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, R.E.M. Oasis Radiohead you too you too the, the, 20 years ago like if they released a new single it would go bang into the top 10 yeah and you know Radiohead have like several top 10s if Radiohead started now they would get nowhere near the UK chart singles thing and that's probably because like downloads are in now and you can't buy CD singles mm-hmm. and people would never bother buying a single because you can get an album or s- listen to the album online. Sure. So, would you say the reason that rock and roll is probably not commercially viable in terms in terms of chart success is due to the internet and illegal downloading? Possibly. I would say that um, actually, if you did a proper chart that's reflective of what's popular, then the singles that are in the top of the charts probably aren't as popular mm. as some of the stuff that gets. Played. I mean, I think yeah. it probably still is as popular. It just doesn't get the, no, you know, it doesn't break through to the mainstream. And there are some people that uh, don't aren't interested in finding music. They just want it to be handed to them on the plate. Yeah, well, I think that's the majority of people. I think we're all mm. guilty of having some mm. songs that we just want yeah. and we don't care too much about the album. Um, mainly because maybe they're not good enough to produce a whole. Um, decent album yeah. mm. so I think if you think about everyone in the world who just wants the, the few little catchy songs then yeah of course it's going to skyrocket to the yeah. charts yeah definitely but uh, to be involved with an album I'm sure it is massively popular maybe just as popular but um, but in terms of mainstream appeal and crossover everybody just wants the, those few little songs you know like Creep mm. from Radiohead is probably a pretty good example yeah. like, a f- like a 12 year old girl has probably got that on, a, on a iTunes you know without even really knowing about Radiohead but then we've got Possibly, it as well yeah. because you know we felt maybe we liked that when we were at high school so I think there's certain songs like that that have such kind of crossover appeal but they, but they don't reflect necessarily what's popular so yeah I think yeah you're absolutely right but yeah I think this rock music's still just massive yeah I think yeah. more so than kind of the pop music I think even if you look back throughout history and kind of what's been played on the radio you've always had the kind of bad manufactured pop music it was mm. just with different haircuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, you know it's just dressed up differently it's, it's, an, it's called show business really mm. do you know what I mean the, 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 Taylor, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the Taylor Swift the Elvises and I know I've used them in the same same sentence <laughs> but you know they kind of don't write their own music you know both of them don't do that of course I'd much rather listen to Elvis but yeah um, 
but you know he never wrote his own music and it was all kind of that was what was popular at the time then he did they quit rock and roll music for a little while because religion and Christian music became really popular again so then he did that then mm. that wasn't cool so then he went and did something else you know what I mean that's, yeah. so that's what happens there's always you know there's always going to be those things and it's just called show business so I tend not to take any of that stuff personally yeah. people love to to get on board and hate you know famous and pop stars and stuff but I just if it's not very good then it, I don't know about it and if it's in my face all the time it's show business yeah you, you know what I mean like I like sandwiches but you know I walk past Subway all the time I don't go in and start yelling at them because I just, you know it's not high enough quality <laughs> I, I just you I, should I, I, just, I just go past my go about my business and then I might slip into that bit by Boots in Exeter you know mm-hmm. does the sandwiches yeah. I'll probably get a um, some salmon and cream cheese I guess yes the conversation was and then ended on the sentence some salmon and cream cheese (laughs) so I think that's the end of that conversation what do you think I think that's a good one Um, cool Um, we're going to play some more music should we start with the doors or the doves (laughs) oh it's going to be going alphabetically (laughs) so if we're going to go the Dewey Decimal System we'll have to start the doors yeah, which one are you going with? No, I was just going to go to uh, like my fire. I know. Okay. See, but that's another one that's yeah, crossed that, over. Yeah. It, yeah. Isn't that a perfect example of something which is, if it's good, it's just going to be good. Mm. And there's, you know, like my fire is really catchy, and then you've got like a jazz organ solo that goes on for about half an hour, which I'm extremely it's looking forward to. Time to go and grab a coffee, isn't it? You reckon? Should yeah. we go and get some coffees? Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave you yeah. with uh, doors like my fire. And if um, the music stops, it's probably because we're upstairs <laughs> <laughs> paying no attention. No, that's, no there's, there's someone here. We have... Um, who's the guy we always used to have? Oh, Pe- Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll uh, survey the scene. He does that. He's yeah. the one who, if, you, um, if you email in at Studio at Phonic, he's the one who responds. His English isn't too good, so he will try. He usually goes through Google Translate, and then he'll reply to your messages. Hmm. So, uh, like my fire by the doors, and what song by the doves? Uh, the Kingdom of Rust, which is in the film Zombieland. There we go. Uh, we'll be back with you after we've had some caffeine, and we may speak faster than we have been <laughs> the first hour. Mm-hmm. 